Hey, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast. We're the fantasy football show that gives you a peek inside the life and times of our Dynasty League. I'm your host, Mike, and with me, as always, is my friend, Andrew. And this week, we are breaking down the AFC East with our special guest, Gabriel, a.k.a. Laborbus, our fellow Canadian. And this week's episode is brought to you by ShirtOutlets.com, where you can get all your sports merchandise from jerseys, hats, tees, to shoes, flags, and even replica rings. Our friend Kimmy over there has got what you need. Just let her know that you're a friend of the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast and drop us an email at poormanfootball at gmail.com, and we will hook you up with all of the discounts, the 5% off your order, uh, free shipping globally, free jersey, all the good stuff. Just let her know that you're a friend of us, and uh, on with the show. So this week, uh, we are recording Wednesday, August 9th. Uh, let's start with Gabriel. How are you doing, buddy? It's been a while. It's been a while. Doing fine. I just moved to Montreal early July. So I'm just settling in. New life. New life. Um, does the new life come with uh, a new partner by chance? Because I think there was some conversation about a significant other uh, last time we spoke. Oh, yeah, the same as the last time. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Congratulations. Congratulations. Now, you're still doing the same job, right? Did you change jobs or you just moved location to, and did the same job? Uh, I'm still doing the same job, working from yeah. home. But it's okay. an international company, so I'm just... I'm in the process, process to switch. Uh, not home base, but... Where 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 I work from where I work from. So Okay. That's cool. Now you're pretty familiar with Montreal. Are you uh, transitioning and adjusting nicely? Oh yeah, I am. I am. Thing is I used to always come to Montreal because it's it's where the nice things are, are at in Quebec. Yeah. So <laughs> I know it pretty well, but right now I'm living like next to my favorite microbrewery, so uh -oh. Life is good. <laughs> Life is good. <laughs> okay, man. All right. Do you want to give your my friend your favorite microbrewery a shout out? Oh yeah. Thanks to Miss Oh, Okay. <laughs> All right. What do you got? What do you got there? What was that? It's a it's an IPA made. Yep. Mostly from I don't know if you know it, the the Citra. It's like it, it's like their. Uh, that's what they're known for. It's like a, a Citra blend with Citra, Citra Trio. And it's just like that. A groomy, citrusy IP. Cool. All right. Well, cheers. I've got a bit of Canadian whiskey. There was a nice little sampling uh, at the local liquor store. And uh, it wasn't bad. They cut me a deal. So I give it. Uh, I got a bottle. Was she good looking, Mike? <laughs> no, actually, it was, a, it was an old haggard looking man. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that this guy brewed this stuff himself. Um, and it finally, finally, like, it's been 15 years and he's finally able to sell it. He's been sitting on these cakes for so long. My, my yeah. friend sold for the first time a gin to the, uh, in Quebec is the SAQ. So it's okay. is alcohol, same as your liquor store, but it's a government one in Quebec. Yeah. And it looks hard. To be able to sell your own alcohol to the, I would imagine people. you have to jump through a lot of hoops and hoops to become regulations. Oh, for sure, because you just don't want anybody out there selling hooch like, yeah. like the Hutterites moonshine. <laughs> if you guys have never tried that, be careful. Okay, that's all I got to say. 
Kind of like on not- the Simpsons when they had made the Bart sample the wine to see if he went blind or not. <laughs> okay it'd be it'd be along that lines it um i've had it twice in my life uh once the first time in Drumheller, alberta uh, my dad was down there working and some of his business clients were hutterites and they dropped off a five gallon pail so it it was kept underneath the kitchen sink in the shop where he worked and guys would just walk in with their little coffee cups and they'd un- they'd go underneath the sink and they just scoop out their own little cup and they'd sit there and sip and the stuff was like, it had no smell. Like, you couldn't smell it. But it looked like water. So, me, just like, well, I want, I want to do it too. I want to try it. Yeah, it took a little cup. Nobody knew this. Like, just took some, sipped it. And it's like, it doesn't really taste like anything at first. And then it's like, heat burn. Like, my chest was on fire. And it was just like, like my guts were, oh, man. And these guys were drinking it. Just like, sip, sip, sip. It's all good. And I'm dying. My dad's like, what's wrong with you? Dad, I drank that stuff under the under the sink. He's like, you dumb. Then I got smacked. And uh, then he laughed. And he's like, you're, you're going to learn the hard way, son. Don't drink that. <laughs> and did you finish it? No. No, that was it. I just took a big swig and that was it. It was done. And then many years later, the Hudrights and Camaros, I got to try some of that. that was, it was very different, but similar. It, it Also very painful. We've all gone yeah. through stories like that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I made my own moonshine when I was young. And it was quite good. Oh, really? But oh. It was not moonshine. It was like a, a vanilla rum. Oh. And we put like way too much vanilla in the rum. But it was good. But you, you could not drink too much of it because okay. <laughs> it was too much. Wow. Okay. Uh, I've only made some homebrew beer as an adult. What I do find interesting in Canada, I'm not sure if this is the same way in the U.S., you can go to your local grocery store and you can purchase wine kits and beer kits at any age. You don't have to be 18 to buy those kits because they're a non-alcoholic, they're non-restricted item. What you do with them is your business. So if you get a bunch of like little 13, 14 year olds that are buying beer and wine kits and then they go find their own carboy and make their, uh, their own little drink, that's okay. As long as they don't sell it or tell anybody. I suppose. Okay. Well, hey, I'm glad you're, uh, you're living the life in Montreal and things are on the up and up for you. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk some football news. Now, okay, so here we are. It's... Well, we're f- we had the Hall of Fame game uh, tomorrow night, and this weekend starts the first week of preseasons. Yes. How exciting. Uh, I did get word uh, watching the news today that the Browns will be starting uh, the first quarter at least all of their starters. So Nick Chubb, Deshaun Watson, everybody's on the field first quarter. Oh, wow. So that's kind of exciting to, I think, that team needs it uh, with Deshaun Watson, right? They got to shake off the rust from last year um, and see how they play. So that's kind of exciting. We'll actually get to see some starters in the very first game. Um, Alvin Kamara did get handed a suspension. It's three games. It shouldn't hurt the team too badly uh, as for uh, fantasy relevance. Anybody who was in a redraft, who did the draft, who drafted him late, that's a steal of a deal because three games, we thought maybe four trimmed down to two. Obviously, they just split the difference. Three games. 
Um, Andrew, what are you thinking about this so far? Uh, you know what? It, it's right in where we we kind of figured it was going to be because you you even were, I think you were even up at six mm-hmm. last week. Um, you know, three games. That's that's a walk in the park for them. I think he's still going to be a top ten running back. I think. Um, yep. Just because of his passing ability, and he's a three down Basket. guy. He is. Um, so he's he'll he'll. He's going to be the the Saints' whole offense once he gets back, I think, and uh, he'll still he'll still end up in the top ten for fantasy relevancy. So, okay, Gabriel, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think the Saints have some three easy games to start the season, so they're not going to be worried about him. So, so okay. that, that that's perfect for the team. But yeah. okay. Uh, I just hope we can see Kendra Miller do some good things while he's not there. Take advantage he, of the situation. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he could be their future. But yeah, could be. Now this team also has Jamal Williams, and they did bring in Kareem Hunt for a visit. Now he did leave without a deal, but they they did bring him in for a workout. So, and that was after knowing the three game suspension. I I read the, it didn't he didn't even go to. To the visits, but there was some conflicting news on this one. They, okay. they said he's gonna sign. They said he had a great visit, and I read a, someone on Twitter saying uh, he was going to the Saints, but the Indianapolis Colts called, and then he went straight to Indianapolis. Did okay, not even go. But thing is, <laughs> we can't really know that. Yeah. yeah, well, he doesn't I mean, have a deal from either team yet. Yeah, like he he left the he left the Colts this afternoon without a deal. Hmm. I I think they they said they they gave him an offer, but they could not agree on the the amount. Problem. Yeah, and he actually uh, he was actually offered more from the the Colts than he was from the Saints. Um, but they uh, he still he still left without a deal from Indy. Um, you know, I think he's gonna. Of all the guys that are available, um, he should be the one kind of downplaying the amount that he's wanting. Uh, I think Elliot's worth more money than him. Um, uh, who else didn't show up? Taylor or not? You know, Jonathan Taylor from he showed in, up to the camp. Did he show up to camp? Oh, okay. He's not. He's not participating in camp. He has an excused absence, and he's playing up the uh, the ankle injury as they continue to talk uh, contract money? extension. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's he obviously he's worth more value than than Hunt. Um, I think really for Hunt, the only one that I think that's below him would be Fournette, and even Fournette's not that bad. I don't think he's that far behind him. Hunt's getting up to an age, so sure, but he doesn't have as much wear and tear. Out of out of Zeke, Fournette, and Hunt, I'd rather have Cream Hunt. And if Cream Hunt so lands Dalvin in, ah, uh, well, yes, Delvin, right. Delvin, Delvin Cook would be the one clearly, uh, which is yeah. why I didn't mention his name. But between the three, Zeke, uh, Hunt, and Fournette, I'd rather have Hunt. And if Hunt lands in Indy, and Jonathan Taylor continues to sit out, oh, man, that that Cream Hunt could be. That could be fire. That could be yeah. real, real good. Um, it, it, hard yes. to say. Yes. 
I think if 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 Hunt was to land there, what that does is that gives Indy like half the season to try and negotiate out a, a, a deal with Taylor and then bring Taylor back halfway through the year to take over from Hunt and ride them through the playoffs. Possibly. It sends a strong message that if they can do it with Hunt, it's like, hey, man, we don't got to pay you anything. So if you, yeah. you want to play with us, then you get back here and you play. And then we'll work that deal out. And if not, and then, then... We'll, and then we'll sit hunt for the second half of the season. And then mm-hmm. both of you are, are still relatively fresh for the playoffs. Yeah. That like a, it's that would be a scary running back room. Good for football, bad for fantasy. And yes. the thing is, Kareem Hunt that didn't have the best end of the year last year. He no, looked no. slow. He looked not that I, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he had a falling out with the team. So I'm not sure how motivated he was. They wouldn't. They wouldn't uh, allow him to seek a trade, and yeah. they. He knew he wasn't going to stick around with the team. So why? It's like you. you I, don't, you're not I, making the playoffs. So why would I push myself? I think he saw the writing on the wall that they weren't making the playoffs. And yeah. I mean, for sure, but you're still playing for a contract next year. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So which, I mean, that's motivation. <laughs> which hasn't panned out. It's been two um, so-so years last year. Yeah. All right. Some other news here. It says the Dolphins signed Teddy Bridgewater, but that's not true. That was the Lions who signed Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, my apologies. Backup, Sorry. backup for Goff, which is absolutely fantastic. They got him on a killer deal. Um, having a veteran presence like that in case Goff goes down, it tells me these guys want to make a push. They want They want to they go. And I'm very excited for that. I think that's absolutely fantastic. Uh, Teddy Two Gloves, former Minnesota Viking, now Detroit Lion. Love it. Um, some other news I want to share with you guys I don't see here on the list. Henry Ruggs was sentenced today for three to ten years in prison as he pleaded guilty uh, for vehicular manslaughter, uh, driving under the influence. So uh, he's also seeking... Um, uh, therapy as he is suffering from PTSD from, from the incident. Oh, well, killing somebody is, would be, yeah. mess you up. Um, yeah. Well, you, you made it, you made a bad, a bad decision and now you've, you're going to have a lifelong regret. So I imagine that's going to be tough, but you're going to have some time in prison to, to work through those, those challenges. I wonder what happens when, um, how it goes for him. If he comes out and he's like a spokesperson for, hey, don't like, don't drink and drive. Like, I ruined my football career my whole life. And now I got to rebuild it from the ground up. Maybe. In, <laughs> yeah. In other news, uh, hopefully you know something. To, to, to go on to that, Mike, that could be a good spokesperson for, you know, if he goes around from college to college. To say to some of these young kids, like, you know what? You're going to get to stardom. You, you're going to see the big bucks. But don't think you're invincible. And don't think you're above anything else that the average Joe. You're not above the average Joe. And one screw up will, will wreck your life. Yeah. He could, be, he, it could, be, it could He could be a good spokesperson for something like that. If he yeah. gets his, if he gets his, his um, life and act together. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. but NFL player get to do like a small screw up. That's a big screw up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't come back. That's hard to come back from that one. Well, he's not. He's not <laughs> going to. 
but um, okay. Uh, another uh, Seahawks running back injured. Macintosh brings his knee. When did that happen? That must have mock game on Friday. Wow, I didn't hear that news. He was uh, looks- he was a waiver wire darling too. He's getting picked up all over the place. Because the other two, the other two are hurt and don't know when they're gonna come back. Charbonnet is back. Is Charbonnet back? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think everybody's snagging him up, thinking if the other two aren't ready to go week one, he, he might be the starter. He sprained his knee in the their little mock game Monday or Friday night, and he's gonna be out two to three weeks with that. So tough. It's going to be that that locker room is kind of like the 49ers right now. Don't want to be a running back. No, tough, 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 tough. Speaking of running backs, the fantasy football darling Marlon Mack officially ends his career with an Achilles injury and is out for the season. Two days after signing with Arizona. Yeah. Like the guy's trying to come back and then done. Um, I actually saw a uh, a meme post today. It showed Marlon Mack and Tim Patrick floating up to heaven, and it was like, and, and, and the archers were fantasy football heaven, and Tim Patrick and Marlon Mack were just floating up there. Ouch. It's like Ouch. that's I'm like that's tough because these guys like you literally hurt yourself, miss a year, come back, hurt yourself, miss another year, come back, hurt yourself, like you're done. Mm-hmm. Like you, there's no chance. So unfortunately, he's uh, he's done and gone. Uh, wish him all the best because he's not playing NFL football ever again. No. And uh, the last little bit of news here we got is Jalen Waddle has a rib injury. How significant? Uh, Gabriel, you put this one in here. Yeah. Do you, any details? No, there's not a whole lot of details, but they just said he got hit pretty badly during uh, joint practice today. And he, he went to the locker room like having a hard time. It is rib. Ouch. Okay. Well, hopefully not serious. I read like it was a rib injury, but he should be okay for the start start of the season. The season maybe. should heal yeah. in a couple weeks. Yeah. And they said um, the thing is with rib injury, you, it's not like nagging for the the whole year. Should yeah. Be okay. Usually not. No. no. Yeah. Um, I want to share some some training camp news with you. Granted, I'm biased. Because it is Lions news. The Lions are practicing with the Giants, and uh, Daniel Jones is having a really hard time. Now, take that with a grain of salt because it's Daniel Jones. But the uh, the seven on seven and eleven on eleven drills, um, he has made one pass, one successful pass in the entire time. So either the Lions defense is really really good, or Daniel Jones is just like crapping the bed here. So I just wanted to share that um, more Lions hype. <laughs> Could Every be chance you get. Every, Every chance you get. Just, just, just got to throw it out there, man. Drinking the Kool-Aid hard this year. <laughs> um, in league news, uh, we had a trade go down. So Donnie uh, struck up a deal with our friend Chervin. And here's what, what happened. Donnie acquired Jerry Judy and Jahan Dotson. In exchange for Chris Godwin and DJ Moore. I love the trade and I'm very jealous of it. Um, You're just swapping age here. Like you're just swapping young players for more experienced players. 
Because to me, um, I'd rather have the Jerry Judy Jahan Dotson side because of the youth and where they could go. But Chris Godwin and DJ Moore are no slouches, except I'm really worried about DJ Moore in Chicago. Uh, Thoughts? Anybody? They said uh, in camp that DJ Moore and uh, Justin Field had some good uh, connection. Yeah. Chris Godwin. I mean, it could go either way with Trask or Baker Mayfield. Who knows yeah, who's going to be that, the starter? Yeah, that's really the that's the question mark in that whole in in that whole trade is who's throwing to Godwin? Um, you know, he because he was hot and cold with with Brady when Brady was was there. Games he would go off and just have games like crazy, or he'd be almost non-existent. Um, so maybe he can get a little bit more consistency with, with Trask or, uh, or, or, or Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, I mean, the, the, the big, like I said, the big question mark for me of the whole trade was, was Godwin. Yeah. But the thing is, he's like the position, position receivers. So I guess he's going to get he's the target type of guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to get target. Uh, he had a slow beginning of the season last year, but he was coming back from an ACL, and they always talk yeah. slow. Yeah, he came back really soon. Like he was like four or five weeks earlier than expected. So kind of made sense. Yeah, um, that's cool, guys. I really like Jahan Dotson and Jerry Judy, and it makes sense. Donnie's in full rebuild, so he's getting he's getting youth, selling off the old guys. And it's not like Chris Godwin and DJ Moore are that old, but yeah, no, good move, guys. We're really happy that you're able to uh, uh, to make some moves. In regards to waiver pickups, Josh, aka the Multi Beast, picked up Jay McLaughlin. Don't know who that is or what he does, but he was picked up. And apparently, I picked up Marquez Callaway. Yes, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't remember doing that. There, there's also uh, Mr. Dowdle. From Dallas, who got picked up by Multi Beast today. Oh, that's right. The, uh, they ran today. And Andrew, you picked up Khalif Raymond. There's some more yes. love for the Detroit Lions. <laughs> you know, I've, I, he's been getting picked up quite a bit everywhere in in league. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I was, I jumped as soon as I saw other people getting picking him up. I'm like, uh, maybe I better get a piece of that because I saw him available. Um, yeah. I thought, well, maybe he's having a good cap or something, and maybe he's going to take the third or even – I can't see him taking the second spot, but maybe the third, no. the third spot. He is currently listed as wide receiver four on the depth chart. Yeah, but Oh, that's weird. They have... <laughs> early season depth charts are not that accurate. That yeah, doesn't mean no. anything. Marvin <laughs> Jones of, is of... currently listed as wide receiver two. Yeah. I mean, right? John Robinson of... running back number three on the Falcons. No, so, no way. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay, now they're just teasing us. I, like, yeah, a lot of teams don't even have their. They're only listing three wide receivers. Like they're not listing everybody else because they're not showing any okay. backups because they don't know who they are. So, hmm. yeah, Khalif Raymond could be really interesting. Uh, he was a great kick returner for them. So, and he was he was a situational player. So, I would say great in best ball. Not so great in redraft. Dynasty, who knows? Might be yeah. might you might he might turn into something for us. 
Yep. Okay. Uh, that's it for league talk and league news. Let's jump into the meat and potatoes because we're going to be breaking down the. I'm sorry, I completely. AFC East. AFC East. I'm like, I want to say NFCs. AFC East. And for those that don't, don't know. That's the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, the New England Patriots, and the New York Jets. So here's how we're going to do this. Oh, we're going to we're going to talk about each team individually, and then talk about what we think their their record is going to be coming out of the season. And so to quickly recap, the Bills won this division last year. They did have that non-completed game with the Bengals, so their record was 13 and three. The Dolphins were nine and eight. The New England Patriots were eight and nine, and the Jets were seven and ten. So let's have a look. Let's start with the Buffalo Bills. Their current uh, roster looks like this. Josh Allen, James Cook, Damian Harris, Naheem Hines, although I think he's going to be out for the year with his injury. He is. Yeah. Okay, and then they got Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis as wide receivers, tight end Dawson Knox, but then here they've got Dalton Kincaid drafted in the first round. Uh, potentially going to be a wide receiver or a yes. second tight end, pass-catching tight end, which is going to hurt Dawson Knox. And then wide receiver Justin Shorter uh, drafted in round five. And these guys were Super Bowl contenders. Do you think they, they're going to repeat? What do, you guys, what do you guys love? What do you hate of this roster so far? Anything? I don't like the running back room. Um, I, don't, I, I, I don't think Cook is... As good as they they're they're hoping him to be, um, uh, with Neiman Hines going out, that that really hurt them as well. Um, I think this team has taken a, a step back because they're a year older and didn't really improve the team too much. Okay, Gabriel, any thoughts, comments? I feel like. Same as Andrew. I don't think James Cook can handle the load the whole year. I think no. Damian Harris is gonna gonna have to to play like the single Terry role. Is he better than single Terry? I feel like they're they're kind of the same. They still have the same wide receiver. They had problems last year because there was only Stephon Diggs. Maybe Gabe Davis could be better like a year later than his ankle sprain. I think. He had like an ankle problem last year that made him slower, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I feel like they'll be worse than they were. <clears throat> and they're playing okay. a, a hard division. Oh. Here, so. yes. the, their division is going to be brutal. And I think their schedule is going to be absolutely brutal. Yes, um, I do like the team because very little changed, which means you can bring a lot of consistency back. And Gabe Davis needs to step up big. Otherwise, that passing game is going to suffer because you can't just have one hyper-targeted player because you're going to be able to, to, to defend that. Um, the James Cook and Damian Harris scenario, I, I'm actually not worried about them And from a real football standpoint. I'm not excited from a fantasy standpoint. I think this is a legit, these guys are going to get enough work to be annoying to each other, but not relevant for us as uh, regular running back starters. I think Josh Allen is going to be just as effective a runner as these guys will be. 
and uh, they'll get work. But they, since Josh Allen has elevated himself, they haven't really had a named running back to be relevant in fantasy. So I'm not optimistic that either one of these guys is going to, to do anything great, even if an injury occurs and it's just one of them with the backfield. I'm still not overly excited about it. Yeah, no, they've had a revolving door. You're right. Since Allen came in, it's been a revolving door for running backs there. Because you, you had um, Singletary the last couple of years who was fighting to, to hold his spot. Um, before that, there was somebody else. Now James Cooks comes in, and he stole the, the, the top spot. Um, the other thing that I want to throw out there, and I don't know if anybody remembers, but Stefan Diggs mm. and Allen had a falling out at the end of the year last year. Was it play. with jo- Was it with Josh Allen? Like I think I think it was I think oh. Stefan Diggs I think was upset that Allen was running the ball too much and not throwing it enough. Oh, I thought that was an issue he had with like uh, uh, the offensive coordinator. Well. Coordinator calling the play or Allen maybe okay taken off and I just remember he was really pissed off the last two or three games of the year last year and if that carries over into the reg- into this year, um, you know, your t- your two stars not getting along that might not help yeah. that might not help the team. No, hopefully that doesn't become a thing, and that they they this water under the bridge and they figured it out. Okay. Well, they had a great year last year. It didn't manifest itself um, well in the playoffs, uh, but it did have a great season. So knowing what we know and what we think we know, how do you guys see this breaking down? And I'll I'll go first. Um, Knowing the changes that have happened inside the division, Dolphins, the Jets in particular, I don't see them going 13 and three or 13 and four. I'm actually going to bring them back a little bit. I'm going to have them go 11 and six. Um, They're going to have a really tough schedule to begin with. Their division is not an easy cakewalk. I wouldn't even put it past New England Patriots to be just a bit tougher this year um, than everyone expects. They were still eight and nine last year, and their offense was not very great, very good. So um, this should be interesting. I go 11 and six. Andrew? Uh, I've got them falling back even further than you. I've got them Ooh. 10 and 7. 10 and 7. Okay. Yep. Uh, where do you even, think the majority I, of their losses come even, from? I don't in even division, have out of division. division. I don't even have them winning the division this year. Ooh, well, that's spicy. I want to see where this is going to go. Um, I just, I, I just, I, again, their running game to me is in disorder. Their defense got a year older. Um, like there's uh, some people are even saying Kincaid is going to out from a fantasy fantasy perspective is going to outscore Knox. Um, like the team just seems to be to me, just seems to be going in the wrong way, going in the wrong direction. And they okay. don't really have an identity right now. Um, so I, I just, I think there's going to be some distractions. People are going to be upset about it by, Hey, I'm not getting the, the, the love or I'm not getting the, the enough balls. Um, and I think that's going to become a, t- a distraction for the team. So, okay. All right, Gabriel, what do you got? 10 and, and seven. Is that what I'm yeah. seeing here? Yeah. 10 and seven. Okay. I think they're not going to be that good 
away from home. They have some hard games. They have some hard away games this year. And I feel like they're going to lose. I think they're playing international versus the Jags. And I think they're going to lose this one as well. So I'm going 10 and 7. 10 and 7. All right. Well, let's hop down to the Dolphins. Their roster is interesting. And here's why. They got two as the quarterback. Running back room of Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, Salvin Ahmed, Miles Gaskin still. They haven't cut any of these guys yet. Wide receivers are Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. They did draft Devon A-Chain in round three to, to that running back room. And wide receiver Elijah Higgins in round six. This was a prolific offense with these guys, and they're just going into another year together. I expect big things from this offense if Tua can stay on the field. If he gets another concussion or even gets another two concussions, I think he's done. I think it's yeah. over, and this team is toast. So love what, what could happen here, but absolutely terrified if they don't protect Tua and he doesn't protect himself. Yes, I fully agree. I fully agree. Um, you know, I, and I, I, I'm not confident he's going to last the year. Okay. Um, if he does, you're right, Mike. That they, they, they could be fun to watch. Um, yeah. But if like who who's the backup there? Mike White. Oh, Mike White. Okay. Yeah. He was former Jet. Uh, for, oh, former Jet. Okay. Former he, Jet, he played, yep. He started some games last year for the Jets over Zach Wilson, I think. Oh, and okay. did well. He was actually rather prolific. Okay. Well, we'll see how it goes for them. Um, the, the roster just... It scares me. They don't got a tight end. Um, their, their tight end is projected only to get like 32 points the whole year from a fantasy perspective. Um, so maybe he's a blocking tight end to say, to help protect Tua. I don't know. Um, they're running back. Uh, a chain is, is projected to be their top fantasy point getter at only 128 points. Um, they have all their eggs in their, in, in, in two baskets in Hill and Waddle. Those are good baskets though. Those, those are good. Those are great baskets. But if you see some good defensive backs who shut those two down, then the team is not even a Somewhere, one-dimensional team. They're going to run the ball. Run they've, got, they've got five running backs. Granted, I don't think they'll have all five going into the season. No. Ryan but, Mostert is injured. <laughs> oh, well, when is he not injured? Yeah. Which is why they need so many running backs to begin with. I just, uh, I, 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 I'm just not real confident with with this team in general. Gabe, what's your thoughts? I mean, I feel like they have the best cornerback duo in the league, but now Jalen Ramsey's injured for like a few months, a few weeks. Yeah. So it's gonna hurt them. But like you said, if two, my bad, if Tua can stay on the field, I feel like they're gonna win some games. Just on the fact that their their offense is like too good, they they're all about yard after catch. Yes, yes. And the Devon 
a chain. I can't. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Uh, I think he's fast, fast. He's like Tyreek Hill, fast. So they, yes. they could play some trickery from the backfield. Yeah, that would be that would be great to see, like him him running out on a sweep or, uh, like even line him up as a wide receiver and then run him with a reverse or something, because he does have that speed. If he if he could break away from some guys, you're right. He could he could break off a, a good some good chunks. I it's just I still worry about it. Yeah, but that, I read today or yesterday that Jalen Waddle was saying like he's that guy. He's playing like uh, he got bigger in the offseason. and uh, I think he's playing like close to 200 pounds right now. Oh, so, uh, that was kind like of a, a knock on him, wasn't it? Because he was a little like he's a little small, like 185, 190. Yeah, he was he was a smaller guy with a ton of speed. But if he's if he's packed on some pounds, well, you know. I mean, it's, it it's could, not it that could be exciting. Bad. It's not as bad yeah. as Deuce Vaughn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you guys see the pictures of him trying to pass block? Oh yeah, the no. video like he he just got he bowled got... over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was it was absolutely hilarious. It's like, of course that was going to happen. You see the size of the dude he was trying to block. He had no chance. No chance. And he, it's like it peewee football. Even, it was not even Micah person. It no, like <laughs> nobody. <laughs> oh well, well, you know what? Maybe that was one of those like, hey, I, I, I drafted your son because I really like you, but he's not making the team. Yeah, <laughs> he can go get the water bottles. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, here we go. It's the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Andrew, I'm going to let you reveal your predictions. Yeah. I again, I, I even I have them. S- slipping back uh i've got them oh. down at nine okay so um, they were nine and eight and now you've got yeah. them going back eight and nine you yeah. have the bills at ten and seven and neither one of these teams as the winner of the division so this is getting interesting uh gabriel what do you got i mean I, i've got them uh, the same as the buffalo bills i feel like they're they're gonna split the their pair of games same with the jets so they're all Pretty much the same for me. Okay. okay. Um, I'm going 10 and 7 as well. And the reason I'm doing that is I don't think Tua makes it through the whole season. I think they have a great start. Things are on the well, like things are going really well for them. And I think they they hit a rough patch. He gets injured and they can't they can't make it work without him. So what might be an interesting concept for them? If White is really a, a good backup, and you want Tua healthy for a potential playoff run, yep. Maybe sit Tua week eight, nine, even ten. If White wins you all three of those games, that's great. But then you're giving Tua some rest. If he takes a beating in early in the young, like if he mm-hmm. takes a beating early in the season, maybe not get a concussion, but if you take it a beating. Because he may have to run, um, and then rest him for a few games, and then let him come back refreshed a little bit. Okay, not bad. It, it, it's not a, a bad idea, depending on where they're sitting in. Um, yeah, if they're in the thick of it, then yeah, no. th- yeah, you're you're gonna you're gonna play your best players to try and make sure. But if they've got a bit of room and they can like, gamble that game and say, hey, look, you know what, we're gonna rest to it just. Just get precautionary. We're going to get Mike White out there. Let him play. If Mike gets that first win, oh, hey, cool, right? Okay, so like we're, we're not 
we can do this, right? We now know that we can do this with Mike. Okay. Yeah. Let's jump on down to the New England Patriots. Mac Jones is back under center. I'm confident he's going to have a better year this year than last year, knowing he actually has an offensive coordinator who runs an offense as opposed to a defensive coordinator who does not run an offense, calling plays and designing how his life is going to work. So Mac Jones is paired back up with Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, he's back with Pierre Strong, rookie from last year. Wide receivers are not exciting. Juju Smith-Schuster, Tyquan Thornton, Devontae Parker. Uh, tight ends are Mike Gusecki and Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry was great in the touchdown game for them last year. And then their draft was wide receiver Kayshawn Booty in round six and wide receiver Demario Douglas also in round six. I, I'm not sure these guys really did enough of anything to move the needle on trying to improve this year. It doesn't look exciting to me. It wasn't fun to watch last year. I don't imagine it's going to be any better this year, even with the new offensive coordinator. Reminder, Stevenson should get a lot of work, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I feel yeah. like they're going to be worse than they were last year. They they had a Juju Smith-Schuster, but they, they lost Jacoby Myers at the same time. So, Yeah. I, I, I don't think Mac Jones has enough around him to, to be good. And no. he was not that good last year by himself, so... I, I feel like Ramondre Stevenson is going to be good, but I feel like he's going to be the only one from that team who's going to be fantasy relevant. Maybe Juju. Okay. Uh, I you know what I don't know how I feel about this team. I really don't like I. It's it's one of these teams that that uh, you're right, Mike. It's not going to be exciting to watch. You don't really, uh, unless you're a, a Patriots fan, there's nothing really exciting to draw you in. Um, uh, even like their 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 wide re- like you said the wide receiver core, who's the superstar? Who's the one you want to go out and watch to to, to play? Um, I even with the new coordinator, I don't. I think there's too much broken, not enough fixed. In the off season, yeah. Like, didn't the- they? Didn't they bring in um, Cook for a tryout? And um, like, like, is it is it because they don't have confidence in in Stevenson or Strong? You know, I, I think it- they need depth because the, I think yeah. they have confidence in Ramondre Stevenson, but I don't think they have enough running back depth as it is. And this is a team that historically doesn't run just one guy. They 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 spread it around, but there's not enough quality runners to to spread it around too. So they're going to have to bring somebody in. Just don't know who yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah. That's why I say like I just I don't know I I don't know how I feel about the team. It just it doesn't excite me. And and like Gabriel said, uh, I I see them taking a step backwards this year in the in their standings. Okay. Uh, quick question before we jump to predictions. Uh, wide receiver. Uh, who do you think will be the wide receiver one on this team by the end of the year? Andrew. Just because I like his name, Keyshawn Boudet. 
Okay, so you think rookie Kishan Booty is going to do it? Well, I hope. Uh, okay, Gabriel. It's going to be Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay. He's, a, he's, he's the only one we get to hear from from the camp right now. Okay. My my, I, my issue with Schuster yeah. is, again, like some of the other guys, injury prone. Is he gonna st- is he gonna last the whole year? I don't know if he's injury prone, but I think it's gonna be Devontae Parker. That's a good right? That's, right. I think it could be any one of these guys because we don't know who it's gonna be. I'm gonna pick Devontae Parker because he's the he's the deep ball threat. Juju's the possession guy, Taekwon Thornton, like I don't know what's gonna happen to him. Uh, Kayshawn Booty at least had some like weird hype going into the draft, and then he fell because of some noise around his life sto- uh, life choices or whatever. Um, so could I, who knows? Uh, I just hope this team does something and isn't just like a dead dead horse that we're all just going to beat to death by the end of the season. And that's that's my fear is that you know they could be one of those teams that's just like. Everybody look. Everybody's looking forward to play them, because it, not as a not, not thinking. Okay, this is going to be an easy win, but it's not going to be a tough, uh, a tough knock your head off type kind of game. Yeah, it's uh, not going to be the the Patriots of old, right? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. It's straightforward. When Ramondre Stevenson is stopped, I feel like the old offense is going to be stopped. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do our predictions here, Gabriel. Let's start with you. I have them at four and thirteen. Ooh, wow! You've really dropped them. They were eight and nine, and you went four and thirteen. Uh, okay. You know That's the a- thing is with last year, they they have some wins they shouldn't have. They played like some pretty bad quarterback. They won against the Bills in the last storm. So yeah. I, I don't think yeah. they're going to win those this year. Okay. Um, I I don't have them doing as good as eight and nine, but I don't have them down at uh, four and thirteen. I got them just trailing back to uh, to seven and ten. Okay. I, and you know what? If they again, if they win some of those really close games, Mike, you you could see that total. Um, I could. Yeah. I I yeah. think. Bill Belichick and that defense, regardless of what the offense does, the defense, for some reason, always shows up. Yeah, and it's always Bill Belichick. You never really want to bet against Bill no. Belichick. Yeah. So yeah, I, I you know, I'm kind of in the middle of the two of you. Um, okay. I I got them at five and twelve. Five and twelve. Wow. Yeah. Well, I just I, I like I said I don't I I don't I don't know about the team. Right, like I just there's nothing exciting. There's nothing great going on that I I want to. I don't want to get, you know, I can't get excited by them. So unless they can win some of those really close ones like they did last year, or yeah. games that they shouldn't even have, like against the Bills, I think the two that the two of the games that they are going to lose that they might have won or even split last year is the Jets. Oh yeah, at home versus the Jets, they, you think they they can? Yeah. Okay, uh, so you guys threw them down to 
five. Uh, sorry, I'm just going to go back here real quick. It's 5 and 12 and 4 and 13. I went 7 and 10. Now, I'm just going to do, do a quick historical look at the last time they had a season like that. Pre-Brady, I would think. Way pre-Brady. So, they were 8 and 9 last year. 10 and 7. 7 and 9. 12 and 4. 11 and 5. 13 and 3. 14 and 2. 12 and 4. 12 and 4. 12 and 4. 12 and 4. 13 and 3. 14 and 2. 10 and 6. 11 and 5. 16 and 0. 12 and 4. 10 and 6. 12 and 14 and 2. 14 and 2. 9. There we go. 5 and 11 uh, in the year 2000. So 25 and 11. Years. 23 years. Okay. It's a. Yeah. Uh, and that was when Bill Belichick took the team over. That was his first year with the team. Yeah. Yeah, because they were good in the 90s. Might be their last. Might be his last. Well, this year. <laughs> yeah, might, it, it very well might be because uh, the coach before that was Pete Carroll. Yeah. Uh, then Bill Parcells. So it looks like they. So if I'm looking at it, they went uh, 99, they were 8 and 8, 9 and 7, 10 and 6, 11 and 5, 6 and 10, 10 and 6, 5 and 11 and 93, 2 and 14 in 92, yeah. 6 and 10 in 91, 1 and 15 in 1990. Yeah, they had some rough years. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely not what what the younger generation um, has become accustomed to for this team. Yeah. And I, you know what? Uh, in all honesty, unless they, uh, they never, th- that team never wants to say we're in a rebuild, but I think they need to accept the, the fact that they are about to have to do a rebuild. I think. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think they're going to be in for a significant change. If they have a losing record like that, if they drop down to that, to that area, I don't, I don't see how they could keep Bill Belichick going. They would need to do a massive rehaul, overhaul. But yep. crazy. That's the All thing. Right. They, when you look at their schedule, the only easy game I see is the Colts one. And easy game. The, all the other games are going to be uh, close. So you're saying they're going to go one in... One in sixteen. <laughs> I wish, but they're not. <laughs> that would be that would be an absolute slap in the face if that's what happened to them. <laughs> that's my New England Patriots hate, but you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about the New York Jets. Obviously, we know who uh, who Andrews picked to win the division, but. Yeah. Uh, they're they're rocking out Aaron Rodgers. Currently, Brees Hall is projected to be ready week one. Michael Carter still on the team. They've got Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Mecole Hardman Jr., Corey Davis. Their wide their, the tight end is Ty Conklin. But they also have CJ Uzama. Uh, running backs that they drafted in uh, in the draft was Israel and Abanaconda in round five, and tight end Zach Kuntz in round seven. So they didn't really do much in the draft to add to their their roster, but they spent a lot in the offseason acquiring Rodgers and some free agents. Yes. Now, it Um, looks good on paper. And some of the stuff I've seen in camp 
also sounds really good. And it seems like Aaron Rodgers is a different human being with the New York Jets than, than he was in Green Bay. Like he seems civil and team friendly and like a cool guy to talk to. And yeah, maybe he's, maybe that's just it. Maybe he's just happy. You know what? I think the, the culture in Green Bay uh, you know, I was talking to my father-in-law about this over at, at the at the the lake this weekend. Um, it, the, the culture in Green Bay must be just so bad that you look at Favre, he always seemed pissed off. Then there's Aaron Rodgers, he always seemed pissed off. So, like, I wonder if this life in Green Bay and the culture in Green Bay is just so like down and negative that. Um, these guys just seem miserable because he is, he's like now Aaron Rodgers with, you know, they're showing him going to Broadway plays with, with teammates. He's out and about doing um, like community event stuff. He seems happy. He seems like a, like you said, Mike, he's now a team player. And, you know, he even took a, de- a, a, a pay thing, didn't he? Pay cut. Yeah. He took yeah. a pay cut. Which he would never have done in Green Bay. No. Um, you know, and as much as I bag on the guy year in and year out, you know, if he comes back to the to the MVP um, status that he could, um, this team can be a scary, scary team. You got Brees Hall, if he's healthy, who could be a top five running back. You got Garrett Wilson and Alan Lazard um, as your two top wide receivers, which could be scary. This team could be just crazy good this year. And even I think even in the draft, didn't they pick up some defensive players too to help them out as well? Because they had a a few extra picks. And I think they took defensive guys. So... I, as, I think they're only weak. I think their weak link might be the O line. Because um, didn't the, the quarterbacks get beat up last year? They so, did, but their their quarterbacks were who again? Right, Mike White. Yeah, uh, Joe Joe Flacco, I think, for a little bit, and Zach Wilson. Yeah. So if if if, if and Aaron Rodgers obviously has a better vision of the field and has a better um, outside of Flacco has a better understanding of reading a defense and knows when to get the hell out of there when, when he has to, um, as opposed to those other two young guys. Um, I just think this team could be a really, really uh, scary team to go up against. You're going to have to put up a lot of points to beat them, I think. Hmm. That, that's for sure. And the thing is, last year their defense was like awesome. They, well, soft they, partner, yeah, yeah. They and you know Quinn Williams, I think. Yep. Like, like like their defense still kept them in games that they it shouldn't be close. So yep. with Alan Lazard, Aaron Rodgers, I think like they're gonna be good. And I feel like Rodgers might be more of a team player than he was last year because the Jets are trying to make him happy. They're 
they're getting some offensive players for him. They're not like the, the Green Bay Packers who are drafting quarterback in first round. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're trying to help him out. Yeah. Um, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be a slap in the face to the Chiefs if McCole Hardman turns around and balls out with, with Aaron Rodgers? Because he does have speed. He's got he does. speed. So if he can get that breakaway speed and he's the down downfield threat. I mean, maybe. I can't see it. I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, there's a whole lot of people to feed in this offense. It, there is, yes. Like, it, I, like Mike said, he, he's going to be good for baseball, but for <laughs> normal yeah. games. <laughs> baseball. Um, I would love to see him make it to the Super Bowl and get absolutely stuffed. No, the conference final. Conference <laughs> final? Because it's well, either the Chiefs or the Bengals playing against them, and then they can oh, stuff. Okay, them. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, well, fair, fair enough. Now, granted, he's struggled getting through the playoffs, right? That's that's a historical that knock. Yeah, he just can't get through the playoffs. Now, he was always coming out of the uh, the NFC, um, so he had to me, which was a weaker conference. Uh, the week, yeah, the weaker conference, right? Like in theory, he he should have been able to get through, it, but couldn't. But Maybe maybe now that he's on the AFC side, he's going to have an easier opportunity to get through the Bengals, the Bills, um, or the Chiefs, right? Like, good luck, buddy. Wow. All right. Yep. Well, let's let's see how this plays out now. Um, I I'll go first because I think I'm going to be completely out to lunch with everybody. I think the Jets will be okay, but they won't be great. And I'm going to put them at nine and eight. I think they'll get some more wins, but they're not going to win the division. They're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, they'll turn some heads, and but they just don't get it done in year one with this current roster. So nine and eight. Andrew, let's hear it. You know what? I'll let Gabe go for. I'll go last because I, you know, you guys have figured out that I picked them for the division. So okay. Gabe, go ahead. All right. So, like I said earlier, I feel like it's going to be a 10 and 7 because they're going to split some games with the Bills, the Dolphins. They're going to win the boat game against the Patriots, but they have a tough schedule ahead. So, I'm going 10 and 7. I don't know who's going to win the division right now. I was, I was just going to ask that with a three way tie. Who's yeah. going to get the, who's going to get the, I was going to ask that question. Who's just going to be first, gut, second, third? Off your gut, Gabe. I think I'm going with the Dolphins. Oh. Dolphins okay. win the division. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I got the Bills. You got the Dolphins. Andrew's got the Jets. Now let's I'm let's not, hear. You've got you've got the Bills at ten and seven. That's your highest yeah. cur- currently highest ranked team. How do you have the Jets? I got the Jets at eleven and six. Eleven and six. Yeah. Wow. To take the division, you know, again, I, and I think where they're going to win the games, the 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 flip around for them this year um, is, I think they'll split the Bills. I think they'll take both from New England, and I. Think they might be able to um, take both from the Dolphins. I think that's where the that's where the um, where they're going to get their extra wins, 
and I don't know. I, I haven't looked at their sched- their full schedule, but I don't think they have the toughest schedule either. I mean, they, they, they play the Falcons, so <laughs> they have a free win on this one. Yeah. And they're playing Chargers at home, Eagles at home. So they have the easy easiest one from the division, I think. Yeah. But it's not that easy. They're playing the Texans. Yeah, I don't. So it's easier, but it's still the Jets. Yeah, you're you're right. You know, like they they could be they could be like the Chargers of past and and implode in the second half of the year. Um, maybe get overconfident, but uh, yeah, no, I. Uh, that's why I threw. Uh, that's why I'm picking them for the division. I just I think they're going to steal some games that they shouldn't. I mean, I could see okay. it with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, he could he could go out and win you a game on his own, right? If he has a, a phenomenal uh, evening, ooh, he could. Yeah, there's a there's a crazy storm outside right now. Yes, Are you, did you guys hear that in my through my mic? I did. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, it's, we got um, a storm going through Edmonton right now. Yeah, it uh, it it hit us earlier. You guys, you guys saw it uh, where I got up and had to run. I thought my son was like dumping, like pulling down bookshelves upstairs. It was uh, just thunder, uh, just thunder. <laughs> yeah, had to go and check. Okay, well that's uh, that's interesting. Uh, just a quick recap: we have my predictions are the Bills eleven and six, Dolphins ten and seven. New England seven and ten, Jets nine and eight. Andrew, you've got the Bills ten and seven, the Dolphins eight and nine, New England five and twelve, and the Jets winning the division eleven and six. Gabriel, you are Bills ten and seven, Dolphins ten and seven, winning the division. New England four and thirteen, and the Jets ten and seven. I'm gonna even go out. I'm I'm gonna even go out on a limb, and I don't even know if the Bills make the playoffs with a ten and six record. You don't think they make the playoffs with ten and seven? I don't know. I don't know because there's there's going to be other teams in the other divisions that might take the wild cards. I think if you if you get the ten and seven, you've got a wild card spot. I I in 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 the AFC. Because the AFC, there, there's so many good teams that there's yes. actually going to be a struggle to have a really, really good record. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I just, something tells me they might not make it. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I like the bold statement. Now, for our last little, little thing we're going to do, we're going to draft or select in this case our best fantasy lineups from this division. So you need a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, a tight end, and a flex play. So of the Aaron Rodgers, Mac Jones, Tua, and Josh Allen, who do you guys want as a quarterback? Gabe, I I see you've already selected Josh Allen. That's, I think that's... um, And 
I was gonna go with Tua Tagovailoa. <laughs> really? Wow. You thought you thought Tua? I mean, if he plays a full season, oh, he's he's, he's a top ten a quarterback. If he's yeah, uh, he is going to be deadly if he plays a full season. Um, but I'm gonna take Josh Allen just for those that little running bump that he gets and those rushing touchdowns he will score. Um, just like you, that's where I'm going, Josh Allen, Andrew. I'm, it, and it was tough um, because I, uh, I'm a little bit higher on Aaron Rodgers this year. But from a fantasy perspective, I got to go with Allen as well. Okay, dang it! Here I thought you were going to pick Aaron no. Rodgers. It's just okay. I, from a fantasy perspective, I think he'll get more points because you're right, Mike. He will when they got the ball on the two yard line. He'll try and run mm-hmm. it. In. Yeah, I think I think he he will take those advantages. Yeah. Now let's talk let's talk running backs because if you look at the best one from each team, so let's say uh, so James Cook, Damian Harris, Buffalo. Your choices in Miami are Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, Selvin Ahmed, Miles Gaskin, um, Devon Ach- Achain. The New England Patriots, you got Ramondre Stevenson, and the New York Jets, you got Brees Hall. Coming back from an injury, though. Yeah. Is he back right now? Is he gonna come back later on in this year? Uh, I don't know. The, I would. I would question. like to hope that he takes a bit of a break and doesn't rush it. Doesn't rush back just to try and help the team or like just let them play with what they got. Come back when you're ready. Yeah. So, who are your guys' running backs? I got have... Stevenson. Really? Same as Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> Because it, 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 he's going to be all of New England's offense. I think Ramondre's going to be good, but do you think he's going to be better than Brees Hall, even with Brees Hall misses like a two game, a couple games? Uh, it's it's going to be from a fantasy perspective, it'll be close. But again, I just think Stevenson is going to be their whole offense. Okay, I'm going to go Brees Hall, and that you know what that is still a good pick that with with the pick. limited fashion. Uh, of what he was able to show last year. I think he could miss the first couple weeks and still outperform Ramondre Stevenson throughout the year. Okay. That's a bold mm-hmm. statement. Yeah, that's that's a, bold, a bold statement. Uh, bold statement. Yeah. Um, well, know, just because I like Ramondre. I think Ramondre is going to have a great year, but I do think they bring somebody else in New England and they continue to play the New England running back game where they'll he'll have highs and lows. And he's he's going to get spelled off because they're going to run three or four backs out of that backfield. Okay. And Ramondre Stevenson will be the guy. Like I'm not. There's no argument that if Brees Hall misses several weeks, then yeah, Ramondre Stevenson is going to be the guy. I think Ramondre Stevenson could finish within the top ten, top twelve this year. I mean, okay. he did finish seven last year. Seven? Okay, right. So like, there we go. So I think like he has an opportunity to do really well. Um, even in a bad offense. Well, actually, that's actually impressive to know that he finished seven in a bad offense. And but I think Brees Hall started could... slow and finished slow of the season. Okay, <laughs> I just think Brees Hall could could finish top three. So, ooh. ooh, that's a bold statement. Top three. I think he could. He could in point per game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah. By the end of the year. He's just got to play enough games. So, yes. yeah, I'll go Brees Hall. I'll go Brees Hall. Uh, wide receivers, because there actually is some great selections here. You got Stephon Diggs, you got Waddle, you got Tyreek, 
you got nobody from New England and Garrett Wilson, I would say, from the Jets. Yeah. Where do you go? Like who do you who do you pick? Because there's they're all great selections. Um Gabe, go ahead. I'm have to go with Tyreek Hill. Okay. I, I just looked up the video of him in training camp burning a cornerback. The, the corner was not even the same direction. And <laughs> oh, I have to go yeah. with him. It's too okay. good. Okay. Okay. Tyreek the freak. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go the same. He's either gonna be my wide receiver one or he's gonna be my flex. I, I can't not have Tyreek on the team. So Andrew. Um again, because he's gonna be the only he's gonna be the top uh wide receiver for the team. I gotta go digs. Okay. Diggs. Uh um, do we know how they finished last year? In comparison, uh, um, Tyreek was two, Diggs was four. Ooh, that's still pretty close. In yeah. poor man's. So. Yeah. All right, in poor man's scoring. Ooh, that's half. I like it. Okay. Uh, tight end. Your options are Ty Conklin, maybe CJ Uzama out of the Jets. You got Hunter Henry and Mike Gasecki out of the New England Patriots. You've got nobody in Miami. And then you've got Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox for Buffalo. I'll start this one. Yeah, uh, I'm going Kincaid, and the oh, reason you... I'm going uh, the reason I'm going Kincaid is I think they're going to line him up in the slot quite a bit, and he's going to play like a wide receiver. So he's going to get touches that way, where he's going to get more yardage, and maybe be able to break off and get some touchdowns. Yeah, that was my selection too. I like Dalton Kincaid because I think he's going to play like a wide receiver, not a tight end. I'm My surprised you're not second going choice. With, <laughs> you're not going with Uzama, the old Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> he had a good year with the Bengals. He did. Yes. Yes. But then he um, took the money and ran. So forget him. <laughs> yep. Okay. So Gabriel, you've got Hunter Henry here, which is my second choice. I do like the fact that um, he is he's touchdown dependent, but he is heavily targeted in the red zone. Yes. 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 The thing is, uh, I just looked it up from last year. He had a slow early season, but he did finish not that bad. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the thing is, with <laughs> Titans, especially the one in this division, I feel like they're all going to be touchdown dependent. And yep. you don't have a, another, like, you have Ramondre, but a passing one, you don't have anyone in there. New England, yeah. except a big tight end. Yeah, I you know from a from a fantasy standpoint, this is not a division I would go to for a tight end. No, I would stay away. I would avoid this division unless you absolutely had to. That's um, just I don't, think, I don't think any of these guys are going to end up in the top twenty as a tight end. Uh, I mean, I know I th- <laughs> I think Hundry could who could go top 10 just because you'll get enough touchdowns and really the top 3 4 are only ones relevant. So, top 10 yeah. in tight ends isn't really that. No. Isn't that special? True, top true. 5. That's that's what's important. Yeah. Well, your yeah. top 5 your top 3 are going to get you like 150 points. Or or below 200 if you have Kelsey or, even, or Andrews. Yeah. yeah. Um below that you're lucky to break 100. That's the sad part. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, then let's let's talk about our flex plays because I think this is there is a wide selection out of this division to pick. Um, I'm going to start with you, Gabriel, because you've already got yours selected and you chose Stefan Diggs. Still, are you sticking with that choice? I'm sticking with Stefan Diggs. I feel like the yeah the he, him and Josh Allen were mad at each other because they were not passing enough, yep. and it will translate with more passing yards all to Stefan okay. Diggs to keep him happy. Yeah. Okay. Knowing that Stefan Diggs finished number four last year, Tyreek Hill finished two. Um, I'm looking at. The options I, I think that are relevant here, Ramondre Stevenson, because uh, running backs do score a lot of points, especially when they catch balls. Um, Jalen uh, Waddle, Stephon Diggs, and Garrett Wilson. Those, those are the four guys that I'm thinking about in this flex spot. You chose Diggs. I like the thought of Diggs, but I'm going to pivot because I think that's like, that's like the gimme. And I'm going to go Garrett Wilson. Ooh, I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, I pick. think he's. I think he's going to get hyper targeted because I think Aaron Rodgers is going to realize the rest of his team is just a bunch of chaff, and Garrett Wilson's going going to receive every single ball like Devonte Adams received every single ball, just like Jordy Nelson received every single ball, and he didn't really throw to anybody else. So. Uh, Garrett Wilson will be hyper targeted and have an absolutely monster of a season. Hey, it, you know what? It's it's quite possible. It's quite possible. Um, my pick, and the yep. reason I'm picking this guy is a he's playing with a chip on his shoulder this year um, because I think he felt they. We're just shy of the playoffs last year, or they might even made the playoffs last year. Um, and he thought they were going to do better. Um, and he's announced his retirement. Um, so I think Hill is going to, because he said he's got two years left. And that's yep. it. I think he is going to ball out the next two years. Um, playing with a chip on his shoulder to try and get that last shot at a title. Um, so Tyreek is my, is my, is my pick for my flex. And it was tough between him and Diggs as to who I was going to take in either one of the two spots. Um, but I think if, if Tua stays healthy, Hill will be, Hill will be targeted more than I think he was even in, in Kansas city. You you could even see him finish number one overall at the wide receiver spot. I would not be that surprised. Yeah. No. Because you said he was number two. How far behind was he from number one on a fantasy points perspective last year? He was give me a sec. I think it was like twenty points. And that was with Tua missing a bunch of games from his concussions. Mm-hmm. But Justin Jefferson had an amazing year too. So. He did. He did. And it's he kind of could... hard to discount Justin Jefferson, though. Yes. Yes. Um, will he get like two hundred targets? Will he get more yards? 
I mean, it's hard to know. They they drafted Jordan Addison first round to to catch some balls. So mm-hmm. maybe he'll get some of them. Justin Jefferson started from last year because Adam Thielen was older, not that fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like Terry could finish first. I feel like Jamar Chase will might take a, a step up and go toe-to-toe with Jefferson and Tyreek this year if Joe Burrow plays. Yeah. Yeah, if he comes Hulk. back, if he comes back uh, be- before the at the beginning of the season and it stays healthy, you're right. I think he could take a step up. Um, I want Joe Burrow back in time for us to see him on Monday Night Football versus the Rams. So do I. So do I. Are you uh, going early in the season? Yeah, game, that's when we're game. going. Yeah, we're going to be there for that game. The, Was it the weekend the of the weekend of the twenty fifth? Yeah, September twenty fifth. Yep. Oh, still two months for him to come back. So, yeah, might be good. But I don't Hoping. think I've read anything. Hoping that might that might be mm-hmm. his first game back. Mm-hmm. Oh, That'd be cool. On another note, I'd like to share that I just learned. That from Windsor, Ontario, there is a Detroit Lions tunnel bus. So anybody in Canada that's listening to this podcast, if you would like to go and see the Detroit Lions game at any point, all you got to do is make it to Windsor, Ontario, jump on to the tunnel bus, which I don't, I don't know the price. I haven't figured that out yet. Uh, but I'm chatting with some guys out, out in Windsor uh, that go to these games. And they just they hop on to the tunnel bus. They ride the bus to the game. They enjoy the game. They drink their beers. They get back on the bus, super trashed, uh, and then just take a cab home or an Uber home or to the hotel, wherever it is they're staying. Most of these guys are from Windsor, so they just go home. But I'm like, well, that's super cool. There's actually a bus that takes you to the game, enjoy, have fun, and then drive home. And you know what? The cool thing is when you're in Windsor, Canada, to go to Detroit, you have to go north. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Wow. <laughs> Did not know that. That's an interesting fact. Um, but ticket prices are starting to go through the roof for I think for the Lions. <laughs> they just for the they just sold out for their all of their season's tickets. They did. Um, so I think their ticket prices are going to start to climb. Hopefully they don't pull like a Seattle and go up like three hundred percent in in a year. Ugh, gross. Because that that would suck. That's not fair to the fans. No. That that team that team has been starving for a winning team for so long, so long. I'm not a Lion fan. Um, I just kind of jump on the bandwagon because of you, Mike. But thanks, um, man. <laughs> the more the merrier, right? Yeah, I got um, a jersey for you. But you know what? All of these, all of these, all these years where they were so bad, you just, you can't help but to say. You know what? They got to have a good year. They got to win the division. And I feel like they're going to have a good year. Yes. Because I, I, I don't think the Packers are going to be that good. No. Vikings are a wild card for me. And I feel like the, the Bears are going to be better, but not that much better that they're going to be a competing for the, the yeah. division. I, so fully I, feel, I feel like Lions could win the division yep. and they could also finish second. I you know what in, in, in the in that conference quite honestly in that conference um I, I I would even go so far as to say them and 
the Eagles for the conference final. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I I feel like I'm hearing Mike talking. <laughs> That's too much. I've just I've polluted him so much with my lion's rhetoric. He's just starting to believe it too, right? It's just oh. I'm so intoxicating that I've just infected infected Andrew with lion's well, love. Well it's 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 the you know it's that zombie bite, I guess. That's it. <laughs> but, but the thing is, if you look at Las Vegas prediction, they predict the Lions. The, the, I mean, not the friendliest prediction, but the likeliest prediction are the Lions finishing first in the division. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? I will gladly and, take that. And, and you know what? It, de- depending on the path... To the in the playoffs, like if it's the Vikings 49ers, and then uh, or not the Vikings, the Eagles 49ers in the one game, and the Lions and whoever else, you know, in the in the the conference semifinal, there's yep. no reason why they couldn't go. Right, those would be tough teams to beat the uh, the Eagles and uh, the 49ers. I would not. I would not like to be. Looking down the barrel of either of those teams, no. But if those two teams play each other in in mm-hmm. round uh, three, right? Here's here's how here's how, here's how, here's how I, I I could see it playing out. Um, I can see it being the uh, the uh, Eagles. Um, oh, it's probably going to be uh, the number one team is probably going to be San Fran. Let's say. I'll, I'll go. I'll know what you know. It'll be the Eagles versus. I'm going to pick the Saints. I think the Saints oh, are going to yeah. come out of that. I think the Saints are going to come out of the uh, NFC South, but be the the worst out of the final four. Okay, so you got your final yeah. four. You, you got the Saints. Right. Got the Saints got... versus the Eagles, and then I got the Lions versus the uh, 49ers. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, if, 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 if the if the if the 49ers and the Lions, if the Lions have a better record, I don't think so. I think the 49ers will have a better record, right? So, I think if you're if you're ranking them, it go it would go Eagles, 49ers, Lions, Saints. So that means okay. the Eagles would play the Saints, and uh, the 49ers would play the Lions. Yeah. Unless the Lions have like some unrealistic, like I don't see them being like thirteen and three, I see them being a team that's like, hey, look, we got a wild card, we 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 won the division, that's why we're in. Um, and then we're we're gonna fight tooth and nail to win every one of those games to continue to to, to move on, and that's gonna be uh, amazing and, and, and exceptional. Um, but I don't see them being like a juggernaut team like the Eagles or the Forty ers um, in yeah. this division. Yeah. I mean, you still have Brock Purdy at the helm of the Niners, so anything could happen. True. And, yep. you know, anything can happen. I just I just love the uh, San Francisco defense is going to be absolutely stout. And even without Brock Purdy, regardless of who's the quarterback, they can run the ball an endless amount of ways. Because out of that backfield, you can have Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, uh, CMC, you you could have Elijah Mitchell, um, and if you've got somebody who's even competently um, coherent in in understanding how to play football, they will dump the ball off in short little passes to CMC or George Kittle or 
like they'll they'll manufacture touches for these guys to to get yardage. So if you can rack up a score or two and then just hold the line with your defense, it's tough. Um, I think I think the two teams to beat in the NFC are going to be the Eagles and 49ers this year. And as much as I love the Lions, I think it's going to be an absolute um, an absolute insurmountable mountain for them to climb. I'd love to see it. I absolutely would. But I got to be realistic. So that's what he takes off his hat. <laughs> yeah, that's when I take off the Lions hat and put that back. I don't want to taint it. Don't want to give it bad vibes. Okay. Um, so final, final, final listings for our fantasy lineups again are: I have Josh Allen, Brees Hall, Tyreek, uh, Dalton Kincaid, and Garrett Wilson. Andrew, you're rocking Josh Allen, Ramondre Stevenson, Stephon Diggs, Dalton Kincaid, and Tyreek. Gabriel, Josh Allen, Ramondre Stevenson, Tyreek, Hunter Henry, and Stephon Diggs. I think this is probably our most diverse. Yeah, so far. List. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would have gone with Garrett Wilson if he was not injured right now. Um, okay, true. Because, you know, he's going to be good. Will he be Diggs good? We'll know at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, I think he does. I think he makes the leap forward. I think he's going to be one of those perennial. He's going to be battling for a top 10 position. And I think it's going to be really scary for uh, wide receivers because that top 10 is actually going to mean something because there's actually going to be a number of 15 to 20 guys that could be in that top 20. And it's going to become a fine line of who's actually in and who's out. You're right. Yeah. It, it's great to see the level of talent uh, that's coming in, that's that's here and present, uh, that we get to uh, to enjoy and watch, and then obviously add to our fantasy teams. There's just a, a, a joyous amount of wide receiver talent, and it's only going to get bigger. I think uh, with Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnson, um, uh, JSN, like those are those are three guys that I, I think are going to make the leap and and become very impactful. Uh, for football and their teams. Uh, I'm going to hold reservations on Zay Flowers. I would love to see him do something, but that means that team is also going to have to be prolific in how they pass the ball. So we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, and, and That's the thing with wide receiver and we're seeing right now in redraft. It, you see a shift where first-rounders start to get more wide receiver than in the past when it was all running back. Because... Yeah. You don't have a bell cow like you used to have in running. Right. You. All right. Well, that's it for this this week, folks. Um, you can come back and see us next week. Uh, it, it's just Andrew and I. We don't have a special guest next week. We will be breaking down the NFC South. And then the week after that, Gabriel, you're back in the house with us as we break down my favorite division. We finally leave the best for last. We're going to break down the NFC North. Right, that's going to be absolutely fantastic. My whole roster is just going to be like nothing but lions. <laughs> <laughs> easy to have the water boy. Okay, well, oh yeah, doing, he's, he's he's the best. We're doing Canadian specials. Yes. Okay, that's Twice it. In three weeks. That's right. We'll do a lot of Canadian love here late in the summer. Oh yeah. Oh okay. I just noticed the trees are changing colors. Today was the day that I saw trees in the River Valley changing colors. That's too early. It is too early. 
it's not how it is in Quebec. <laughs> okay, it's well, so enjoy and en, en, enjoy your greenery. But I'm just like, hey, those are those trees aren't green anymore. They're they're, they're a little yellow, a little yellow orange. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that's the most beautiful season of the year, tree wise. It is, so. yeah. Um, we typically drive up to visit my older sister uh, on her acreage just northwest of town or of Edmonton. And the drive out there in the fall is fantastic because it's rolling hills and there's all kinds of trees. So there's reds, greens, oranges. It's yeah, it's very picturesque. Well, well that's yeah, it, gentlemen. Thank you. you. Have to go a little bit early this year, then. I might if it changes this fast. Well, we'll do an early Thanksgiving. That's a good problem to have. <laughs> yeah, I like I like Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> all right. Um, Gabriel, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Appreciate your time. I'm glad we were able to get to, together. Uh, we look forward to having you back. Uh, enjoy your time in, in Montreal and with your lady friend. And don't drink too much beer, okay? We Or just drink as much as you want, right? You're a grown man. Just do what you want, man. Start, start doing some drunk Donnie trades. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's do those. We love those. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right uh that's it for us folks uh enjoy thursday Night football when it actually happens uh, i don't even know who's playing but enjoy whatever game is going to be uh again you can follow us on twitter now called x let's forget that um on facebook you can find us at um you can find us everywhere you just look poor man football all one word and you will find us that's it, folks. Uh, thank you again for listening. Love you. Uh, come back again. Uh, football's almost here, and I'm so excited. From one poor man to another, if it's not fun, it's not worth doing. Good night, everybody. Have a great week, everyone. Mm-hmm.